I'm Zed. And I'm Grace. And this is 214. I don't remember what it's called. Dislodged. See, that's not as catchy as some of the other ones. <laughs> I'll put that out there. Alright, facts, figures, fun, whatever. <laughs> okay, so this aired on February 1st, 2008. Why that matters, I don't know. I, I was in 8th grade. <laughs> So, you were in sixth grade. Yeah, I was a little baby. Oof. <laughs> and it was written by Tim Meltreger and directed by Mel Damsky. And you had everybody back. You did not have Buzz. It's very sad. He's Wasn't in the- there Buzz in this episode? Was that last episode? That was last episode. Oh, this is the problem with watching two in a row. <laughs> yeah. It all blurs together. Yeah, we're um, back we're recording. Double <laughs> recording. Our guest stars were Philip Baker Hall as Irving Parker, Malcolm Stewart as Ted Archibald, Ivan Vance as Arthur Holmstrom, and Mark Burgess as Dr. Roger Downs. Wait, Vic wasn't in this one. There was no Vic in this episode. Are you sure? Yeah, because every time we interact with Lassiter and Jules, it is not in the station. And she doesn't leave the station, right? Okay, let me see. Well, I mean, half the time it'll say she's in it because oh, she's yeah, in the credit. credits. Credit only. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. So nope. Vic wasn't, wasn't in it. it. Buzz wasn't in it. This is nope. a low police presence episode. Hooray. Okay, so we had a bunch of random guest stars. Yep, a bunch of random guest stars. Mostly old white men. Mostly old On purpose. White men, yes. <laughs> Very uh, purposefully so. <laughs> yeah, and they had um, one of the doctors was named after one of the writers no i caught that one yeah i was actually wondering uh in the scene where they kind of look around at all the painted heads Uh are those the writers a lot of them are yeah okay i figured that seemed like some nonsense they they have um supposedly chuck from the wonder years and as we've established before andy berman was chuck in the wonder years gotcha that, that was probably his but right next to henry is steve franks okay but yeah, from what I can tell, it's like writers, and then I think there's like a few presidents. I thought there were a few presidents in there, but then a part of me was like, that's just old white guys. I, I just thought it was I old white I thought that guys. I recognized like Eisenhower or something. I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. There's really not a lot of fun facts about this because it's just, it's just stupid. <sighs> valid i couldn't find anything that was actually fun that was actually fun as opposed to just nitpicky one of the photos on holmstrom's desk is corbin bernson's mom okay who her name is jean cooper okay so maybe so one of the vintage photos one is of an the vintage, vintage things maybe yeah sure i mean i think it's probably the one that's like a close-up of that lady's face right yeah the biggest one. Oh, here's trivia um, Sean quotes part of the Marine Corps hymn, if you didn't catch that. Why would I have caught that? <laughs> By the shores of Gichi Gume and the halls of Montezuma. Okay. Yeah, one of them is um from a, another song and then one's from the Marine Corps hymn, so. Sure. Alright, Sean, explain yourself. Oh, here's a, another one. I actually caught this, but at the beginning when they're chanting over the um, camp stove yeah they're chanting kiri eleison mm-hmm. that's a song by mr mister excellent 
and it's Greek for Lord have mercy. Yeah. I okay. So speaking of the the beginning part, fun fact: I felt very old. Did you feel very old? Because I felt like such a like stick in the mud adult. Because as Henry yanked back the curtain and there was a propane stove resting directly <laughs> on their hardwood floor all i could think was you're going to burn the house down what are you doing children <laughs> like and that's basically henry's reaction was you're gonna burn the house down what are you doing children <laughs> oh i didn't react at all I this was... is because i work with children when children set things on fire on the floor i lose my mind a little bit <laughs> And I feel like I'm entitled to that. Yeah. Children. Oh, here are some goofs. Mm-hmm. Um, when Sean's helping one of the receptionists with the Sudoku puzzle. Yeah. Apparently he helps her wrong. So he gives well, her the yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For example, one row had two sixes, two nines, and two columns with two sevens. Congratulations. It's double Sudoku. Thank you. Oh my god. <sighs> It's such a nitpicky little thing. Oh my to... god. Did they like seriously pause that and then flip it around to oh nitpick my goodness. that? What? Okay. Tobias, the guy who was painting Sean. Yeah, the guy with the weird accent. painted him in right three quarters, but mm-hmm. Sean is posing in left three quarters. Oh my god. Fantastic. Goodness, what a goof. Fantastic. <sighs> oh, oh, and then when Sean's telling Gus not to step on the corpse head, mm-hmm. he was actually gonna step on the corpse's feet this is the wrong way yeah so um all right so um i'm gonna i'm gonna take a moment to be unfunny (laughs) so uh and mean Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take a moment to be unfunny and mean Mm -hmm. the people who write commentary on imdb (laughs) are losers of the highest order who have never interacted with another human in their life look if we were in a room with a dead body and i wanted to make a joke about it Mm -hmm. and you were walking around i'd say hey don't step on the head it does not matter where in the room you are in relation to the head i'm Mm -hmm. making a joke about you tripping Mm -hmm. over a dead body's head grace what? They think that that's like some sort. Oh my god. <laughs> ah. 36 24 36 is also the measurements cited by Sir Mixalot before mocking it with only if she's 5'3 in the song Baby Got Back. You know what's bad? <laughs> Do you know what's bad, Grace? Did you recognize it? I already knew that. No! <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Okay. <laughs> oh oh here's here's a, another one mm-hmm. also directly from imdb while sean tries to get gus to crack the safe sean notices a picture of a woman close by and tells gus to try 36 24 36 it doesn't work gus then notices the picture laughs makes fun of sean's estimation skills and dials in 36 24 38 successfully opening the safe the original numbers 36, 24, 36 are the measurements of the woman from the song Brick House. Yeah. So two songs. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. So the measurements <laughs> of the woman from Brick House. That's why the maybe if she's 5'2". It's because if you're 5'2 with those measurements, you are a brick house. You are built like a brick house. That's the point. That's uh... the point. They're referencing each other, Grace. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh... Here's a goo. 
Uh-huh. In, is it a goof or is it someone being pedantic? In the episode, Lassiter's father-in-law says he hasn't traveled abroad in over three years and hasn't left the country since Lassiter's wedding. Mm-hmm. If Lassiter only got married about three years ago, then he would have only been married a year before he and his wife separated. I mean, that's just sad. I feel like that tracks. I mean, it kind of does. He's a little oh, miserable. <laughs> so. Oh, God. And also, he okay, he acts like a dude who's like recently separated. You know, he's still, like, hung up on her a little bit but it's, in a way that's, like, no, it's not sweet. But it's been longer. I mean, if it like, has, okay, is, so he said he hasn't left the country in three years, and he hasn't, what, since they got married? Well, he hasn't traveled at all since they got married, which was, like, three years ago. Okay, so they got married inside of the United States is the yeah. implication of mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But that could have been over three years ago because he hasn't been abroad in three years and yeah, he hasn't really so. traveled within the United States. So, no, this person who's writing that goof oh doesn't God. understand how but words yeah, work. So there's really, of the one place that I looked, there's basically no trivia for this episode. That's so, so valid. We are flying blind. Heck yeah, we are. Did you find a pineapple? Uh, no, but when I was looking at the IMDb, it supposedly, like, decoration that makes sense there was a lot of like elaborate weird walls in this so yeah it's um at dr down's office okay it's on like a wall mural apparently sure why not i wasn't paying that close of attention to the walls did you do the sheet absolutely not all right i absolutely forgot because we watched two of these in a row yes uh, we did i watched two of these in a row the first one i was doing my hair and makeup uh and <laughs> not doing the sheet mm-hmm. uh the second one it auto-played and so I just forgot that the sheets existed because my object permanence is zero. Did you do the sheet? I did, but I'm just now realizing that I counted Vic and she wasn't actually in this. So I have to retally. You got a? 52. Lower than the last one, but also did it get a lot of negative points from anything? It got no negative points. So like, if Should we... it have? I don't remember anything bad. Uh, no, I mean, they, they did make a joke at one point, but it was, it was Julia Hill making the joke. About, like, white men in cloaks. I thought it was funny. It was funny. Because, no, like, like, that's valid. It was incredibly valid. And frankly, if they just sort of danced around it and not mentioned it, I would have been, like, concerned. Like, old white men in cloaks in these, like, dumb secret societies. We live in Georgia. Yeah. We live in Georgia. And uh, anyone who's in the States will understand exactly what I'm implying. Anyway, uh, any highlights on the sheet? Any, like, weirdly large numbers? No. It's just like a completely average episode? Uh, below average, actually. Nice. Yeah, 52's middle of the road. Yeah. Well, they went undercover three times, so that actually added a whole bunch of points. Hmm. Yeah, because you have the pineapple, you have one psychic vision, Lassiter's significant other mentioned, but unseen. We got that twice. We got two points for that. Sean was introduced with a pseudonym yeah that was so you fun got a point for that you got it that was revenge on gus's part which good yeah. for him you got a dead body they bickered twice gus has a real job gus does have a there real was job. at least one non-sequitur comeback when sean was talking about how they're gonna do like scrapbooking and they need someone to hold these scalp scissors yeah that was a non-sequitur sometimes okay here's the see, thing about, here's, here's the, the thing. thing yeah we might have the same here's the thing when you say non sequitur, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell you mean. So I never count anything. 
So non sequitur is something that you can't find a single like related thread. Yeah. The problem with that is because I got that one off of a like a, a shot. Yes. Mm-hmm. People who are not ADD think a lot of things are non sequiturs. They yeah. are not. Like there is truly like a so... single thread connecting whatever one person just said, whatever Lasseter just yes. said, to whatever Sean said in return. There is a thread. Yeah, there's there's always a thread. So... And most of the time I can find it. So I just always leave it blank and I'm just like, I hope to God, I pray that I never find one because it's like <laughs> I think you did because I feel like unless he was like referencing some movie that he wasn't seen he was just like, talking about scrapbooking I'm like, yeah okay. no he was just like what is something innocuous that like, he would not want to join us for it's like my time has come i finally understood you did this. it yeah no okay i'm yeah. glad we had the same here okay <laughs> i think we shared the brain cell i think we did it because we have one left okay oh. yeah we had four pop culture references we had a temple touch we had a fist bump and there was an attempted temple touch and then henry stopped it oh, that yeah. was funny yeah that's that's the one that I counted, whatever. Good. And then Gus condescendingly saying Sean. So there really isn't that much that like sticks out on the sheet. It's not a lot that sticks out on this episode, frankly. I watched it like no. what, three hours ago or something? And <laughs> after recording the last episode, which was the episode before this one, mm-hmm. uh I had to be reminded what episode I watched. After Whoa. Like, I, we talked about it on the drive over, like, mentioned that it's yeah. the cult one. Mm-hmm. It fell out of my brain in the meantime. Because it, it is, I would say, unremarkable. And with that, we should move on to our commentary. This is the mayonnaise sandwich oh, no. of episodes. I'm sorry. It's boring. It was boring. For a thing about cults, it was boring. Okay, no, I did mention on the way over here that I feel like every single psych episode we should go through and we should assign it and it's always sunny title instead <laughs> so like the friends titles are you know the one with the thing yeah uh the it's always sunny style titles are the gang does something stupid uh so this one would be the gang joins a cult mm-hmm. the last one would be the gang joins a telenovela or something or they would just put it in Spanish, which would be very funny. That would be hilarious. Um, but like every episode should have a like it's always sunny title card. And I feel like the more out there you can get with the it's always sunny title cards, the more interesting the episode is. And the gang joins a cult is not that interesting of a sentence. Yeah. Like when it's the gang finds a pack of mystery eggs, then you're like, what? No. What? See. <laughs> but like joins a cult is so white bread as far as plot lines go. Parts of it are funny. Sure. It can be funny, but it can also be incredibly white bread. Because you have that one shot of him in that hood just gets me every time. (laughs) And I also like that him and Lassie teamed up on this one. I do like that Lassiter was like, I'm going to bring Sean in on this one because he can do something on this like that was really weird and kind of out of character but it goes with there was one a couple episodes ago i cannot remember which episode it was where lassiter was like weirdly supportive mm-hmm. and we pointed it out i don't remember which one that was but like this almost follows that through line of mm-hmm. weirdly supported lassie yeah because jules is like why are you with sean yeah, like, why are you eating lunch with Sean? I almost feel like the implication there was without me. Uh, yeah. Because, like, he's our friend, not your friend type of yeah. thing. Which is funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was cool to see Lasseter not 
be to to get a little bit more like character instead of just being grumpy. Mm-hmm. Like it was nice to see him as a person, and I think when they brought in like his ex wife's his exes, I don't know, I don't think are they properly divorced yet? Maybe. All right, his ex's father. When they brought him in, it became this interesting like oh. We get to know a little bit more about Lassiter and maybe that's why he's a person in this instead of a cardboard cutout. Mm-hmm. But past that, it's like, he didn't try very hard. This is Lions like, Club with robes. I was about to say that this is, yeah. The Kiwanis old men. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, this sounds like the Kiwanis Club. Yeah, it's, it's the Kiwanis Club old men of a town who are weirdly into their, like, gross cult rituals. Because it's like, okay, so you have this ritual and it's like the all-seeing eye of Ra which is an Egyptian god. That is Hathor. Well but they also he mentioned mentions Hathor. They mentioned Hathor but they also mentioned Ra. Yeah so it's all Egyptian shit. Which is the sun god right? Yeah. Only reason I know that is from the magic treehouse books. What? <laughs> okay. You didn't have an Egypt phase? Okay look so they had the what magic did you have? They have <laughs> emo okay so you have the magic treehouse books and then you have the companion mm-hmm. where they like explain the history yes so i learned about all of the gods and the mummification process all that i know about egyptian lore comes from <laughs> that book i'm gonna uh read myself for filth right now oh no i know a decent amount of egyptian history slash information because in college I took an art and architecture of the ancient world course. I learned a lot of things to fill in my gaps of knowledge in that course and a lot of good real context, which is nice because before that, would you like to know why I knew a lot about Egyptian stuff? Can you guess? Only thing that I can think of is persona. No, although fascinating pull. Uh, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh! And there was, like, an Egyptian theme in the very first, like, season. How and, did I uh, that? I was very into the TV show. And from there, I spiraled into how can I possibly research this using only our public library? Oh, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> For shame. Anyway, that's how wow. I know about Egypt. And uh, we are off topic all the way in We're Egypt. We're never on topic. I know, but we have made it all the way to Egypt, which is on the other side of the world from on topic. Did you like anything about this episode? Uh, I liked that... No, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an audio clip for you. Um, <laughs> no, not really. Wow. I, I think, okay, here's the Zed. thing. Here's the thing. I didn't dislike it. Okay. I felt so excessively neutral as to be Data from Star Trek. No! <laughs> like, I, I had no feelings towards most of this. There's so little to write home about. There's not even anything for me to get pissed off about. Did you... This is a problem. Know who the killer was before it all ended? Well, yeah. They they had this long still shot when Gus first, like, introduced himself to him. Mm-hmm. Where they showed, like, from his knees up. And he was in the center of the frame. And I said, mm-hmm. that's the killer. Yep. Because when they do that, it's like they point the spotlight at the one person on stage. And they say, hello! And you're like, oh, it's you. Like, yeah. big glowing sign. Big old sign. Neon sign. Says, yep. 
the murderer is here. Okay, this is a weird costume design. Oh no. Uh, perspective. Out of all those people, he was the only one with like glasses. You're right. Which makes you look at his face. The rest of them were very similar looking old white men. Uh, and so he was the only one who, well, one of like two people mm. who had a very distinct look. Yeah. That you could be like, oh, him, I could pick him out in a lineup. Which, yeah. if it had to be someone in that room of men in robes, it's going to be the one that you can identify so that you can be like, I should have seen it coming. And yeah, you should have. That's a casting director question, I think. Mm -hmm. One of my questions is, even if you are responsible for creating a vaccine, why would you have so much of the powdered venom of a snake just on hand? Why would that yeah, be a that. Th Why would that be a thing that you had? And also, is this the perfect episode for anti-vaxxers? Because a vaccine actually killed somebody. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, that's, all, that's all I could think about. Uh -huh. It's like, see? Okay, see, so see? here's the thing. Before we established that it was some sort of, like, You line the hood. Well, so, okay, so when Sean first does his little wah thing where it, like, zooms in on things and makes a sparkle noise. Uh-huh. Uh, it zoomed in on the dead body's face, and he had, like, crumbs. He had crumblies all over his face, but the crumblies they, were sparkly. They light him up. They they light them up, yes, but also they sparkle <laughs> when they do that in a way that uh, they lit it up. And my first thought was cocaine, <laughs> and my second thought was glitter. Uh, and uh, it was why not both? I mean, honestly, it's probably just like cake glitter that they used for, yeah. for like mm -hmm. a prop. Mm -hmm. It's just like the the disco dust is what it's called. <laughs> uh, disco dust is just edible glitter that is made out of like. Sugar yeah, glass. sugar. Well, sugar glass specifically mm -hmm. because it's got that like anneal texture. Yep. Um, yeah, so disco dust uh, sparkles like that. Okay. But yes, my first thought was cocaine. Okay. Uh, which would have been way more exciting if it had been a cocaine overdose because he was like all up on cocaine to get like confirmed as the whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. If they were investigating a murder the whole time and it turned out it that he just OD'd on accident. cocaine. No. I would have died. That would have been the best plot twist. Oh my god. Like, that would have turned this from, like, mediocre white bread to, huh, there's a piece of salami hidden in this. <laughs> like, what? Like, this mayonnaise sandwich has meat. Like, what? So I... you want more cocaine in every yeah, actually. episode? <laughs> Not every episode, just this one. Um, oh because, you know what's funnier than a bunch of old white men getting together to party for 40-something years? No. If it's been an excuse to do coke the whole time. <laughs> and if Henry was there for part of it. And that's why he quit. Because he was like, he had to <laughs> We oh, found no. the fan fiction. Oh no. Alright. Uh, I'm actually crying. Uh, we've made this episode better. We have. Apparently. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> oh boy. No, I mean, that would have made it marginally more interesting. And... It would have been a weird enough plot twist that we would have, instead of, like, focusing on Lassiter's personal issues, mm -hmm. which, you know, interesting, I guess, uh, every single face turned towards Henry. Every single one of you, because you know that he has a personal connection to this, mm -hmm. and you know that he quit for a mysterious reason. Mm. Because then you're like, 
has this been going on for 20 something years, 30 something years? How long has this been going on? Henry, were you involved in this? And then it becomes like a police corruption. Because my issue. question Fascinating. is what do you do in these meetings? Do you just nothing? Have, you, you stand you... in a circle and you chant about Egyptian gods. Okay, so you without any context. So you have these like chants and you wear your little robes. Go team, go team, go, go team, rah, 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 rah. Literally, rah, rah, rah. I know, that was the joke. And then you donate two computers for kids and then you go home. <laughs> Is that it? Did you catch the? I I thought they were gonna do like a actual <laughs> jokey joke about that. The computers for kids, where they spelled computers and kids with a K, but they didn't put another K in there, because I they were they did. No, it was like computers for kids with the K, and then they moved on and it was like kids something or something clothing, for kids. But the clothing, clothing with a C. With the a clothing C. had a C. But the so they were so close K. to being like, we're gonna make a second KKK joke, and it's gonna fly right under the radar unless you have the subtitles. <gasps> oh on. Oh my god! Like it, it was so close to I being. I thought that it was going to be a cars for kids. So it's K A R S cars. No, for kids. in my head, it's in my head. <laughs> I'm at a loss what they actually do in these meetings, which I guess is the point. But it's like, okay, what? It's do you... a mysterious secret society, even to the members who <laughs> don't know what. <laughs> doing we stand in this room and we talk and shake hands and then so okay when you're and then one of us dies when you're the utmost patriarch you get to wear a special robe and sit in a special chair i mean it's that's the... how it works with church right oh my god <laughs> i guess i guess i guess oh my god now like yeah what are they i mean other than it being like a philanthropic organization in which case it doesn't need to be this covert no like if you weren't secretly doing coke, what is the point of this meeting? Uh, yeah. Please. Not that you have to be doing coke to have a secret meeting, but like, God, there's got to be something going do on Do you, here. like, have a secretly trying to do, like, good deeds around, like, and No, they're the not being very good at being subtle. They have all these placards. I, yeah, and then it's like, okay, so there's a secret handshake to get into here, but you're not doing anything at these meetings. Yeah. You're just sitting around... I guess looking at your own faces from 30 years ago that are hanging on the wall. You get yourself painted. Get your little painting on the wall. And then you all stand around your painting as an ooh and ah. At the and fact while that you someone drink, was capable of painting While something. you drink like old fashions or something. Like what do you do? I mean I guess if it's you go there to drink. That's like the, the chill version of you go there to do coke right? I guess. It's like a weird bar. And then there's like these two staircases. That supposedly go somewhere, but they they never go upstairs. <laughs> it's the mystery stairs. They're just always they in. go to mystery. It's like okay, so where? What? Okay, 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 okay. What? All right. Second part to this episode where Sean, before quitting, says, "I'm curious because Sean is curious by nature," and goes upstairs. And <laughs> what do they find? A, kilos on kilos of cocaine that are being smuggled into the country by Lassiter's father-in-law with his import-export business because all of the things that he had were things that customs would search for coke. Oh my god. All of those. Yes. All of those things yes. are the things that they show on those, like, the customs things where they, like, broke them open. They were full of baby chameleons. Have you seen those pictures? No. Fascinating. Anyway, it's all the things that they were looking at in that warehouse. That is what those things look like. Like, the mm -hmm. dude who is, like a, like, a Buddhist statue of some dude in the background. Coke, I'm pretty sure coke, I have coke, seen coke, that. Coke. Uh, so first of all, just excessive drugs. Second of all, at least three other dead bodies just up <laughs> oh there. God. Because none of them seem concerned about the dead bodies. No. There should be a bunch of them upstairs that they're all just like, so we're not talking about this, right? <laughs> coke mummies. 
Grace, Coke mummies. Oh my god. What if they're like mummified because cocaine is like have you seen the process of how they make cocaine? No. There was a documentary where they followed around this guy in like where they make cocaine in like somewhere in South America. I don't know, it's mysterious. They followed him around and it was like coca leaves and then he poured gasoline on it and he let it soak for like several days and then they like did some sort of like chemical thing where they like poured something over it and then like as There's it goes gasoline there and is coke. Gasoline and cocaine. Yeah. Absolutely not. And I'm fairly certain, based on a Bones episode that I vaguely <laughs> recall watching, that, like, you could make a mummy by, like, surrounding it with enough dry powders. Like, it's not a great mummy, but it is mummified by something. Oh, my God. And, like, Coke mummies would be a bonkers twist for this show. It would be so weird. Anyway, I demand fan fiction because this white bread ass episode. Now, what would be great is if they were... <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't even get through this. Uh-huh. But what would be great is if they had the stairs uh-huh. and they just led to nowhere. It's like a mis- Winchester mystery house staircase <laughs> to a door that just leads into nothing. The door that opens when to they- the outside. Oh my god. Okay, so one oh. staircase leads to the Coke of the Mummies. The other staircase leads to a door that but they but they forget which staircase leads <laughs> to where. <laughs> No, okay. So when the last patriarch retires, they send him up the second staircase and he walks out the door and dies. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you find the fun and stop. The job's a game. Um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Grace. Oh man, it's the mystery funhouse of cocaine. <laughs> the mystery funhouse of cocaine and mommy's grace. Um, that is the title of this episode in my heart. All right. Uh, <laughs> I I'm gonna yeah. Okay. Lasseter is a part of this now canonically. They let Lasseter into the stupid mm-hmm. club full of old white men. Now they're gonna have this whole episode uh-huh. about a secret society. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna mention it ever again? Never again. Nope. They don't. Never ever again? Never again. Well then, I'm declaring our crap canon. Exactly. Cocaine and mummies are canon in our hearts. And uh, yeah, I'm declaring it. Because if they're never going to bring it up again, we can twist it to our own desires. Exactly. Grace. What? (laughs) I'm writing a fan fiction right now. No! Grace. No. Alright. No, 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 no. First of all, it is a crime that they keep letting Gus come back with Sean and they don't just induct him too. Like, it's some racist crap. He has been in that room for every shot. He has. Sean gets in. Gus keeps being let in, but they don't induct him into their society. And he makes all of these sales. And all of them know him. All of them vaguely know Sean because of his dad, but, like, for no other reason. They know Gus more than they know Sean. They do. Professionally. Like... Interesting. First of all, that's rude. Very um rude. and like vaguely racist. Not the most diverse group of people. Because <laughs> that one Indian guy. That's yeah. it. Um Dr. Nigam. Yes. The one the Indian one named guy. after the writer. Okay, actually he's the reason why I asked if the portraits were of the writers, because <laughs> there's one Indian guy in the portraits on the wall that is obviously supposed to be him when he was younger. Uh-huh. And I was like yeah, if they named him after that, that's definitely just a portrait of the writer, right? Exactly. So, anyway, um, 
So first of all, that's racist. Second of all, here is the uh, fan fiction I'm writing in my head. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Sean and Gus have abandoned the secret society thing, and they will never bring it up again unless asked, mm -hmm. as per canon. But Lassiter goes to weekly meetings. Yes, obviously. And Lassiter, as shown in this episode, is just as chaotic as the two of them when push comes to shove. Mm -hmm. uh, so Lassiter does get curious about all the, like, what am I supposed to be doing here? I am here every single week, and... All we do is talk, and you're all, like, 30-something years older than me. Mm-hmm. And then one person goes missing. Okay. And then it becomes a Lassiter adventure. Hmm. And the answer is cocaine in the yes. end. But before that, there are several, like, you know, red herring misdirects mm -hmm. where you think it's not going to be cocaine. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but it's definitely going to involve, like, they're being sacrificed for the god that we always invoke when we start the blah blah. No, mm -hmm. it's cocaine. Every okay. time. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, at least one person goes missing and it is just a cocaine overdose that everyone's trying to cover up. Okay. I need at least one thing in this building to fall over and just a bag of cocaine falls out. Anyway, um, this episode is better if you imagine every single thing is stuffed to the brim with cocaine. The taxidermy animals. Cocaine. The perfect hiding spot. Obviously. Okay. Anyway, so that's my uh, fan fiction of the day. All right. Uh, Perfect. I'm making the episode better, frankly. Sure. Always. Was there commentary for this episode? I don't know. <laughs> Helpful. I want to know if the others found this as boring as we did. If you would like to tell me how this is actually your favorite episode and how dare I think it's boring, uh, please come fight me. Like, this is a classic us episode in that i have already proposed fan fiction and invited them to come fight me so. yes and and you've already the... stopped listening <laughs> i'm listening but my brain is just like broken no i can see that yeah it's funny so... <laughs> the, the cocaine broke you really that much i honestly have no idea what broke me all i know is that i am broken <laughs> and i have just been sitting here for what feels like at least 15 minutes just w wondering what the hell has happened that was only episode. like five minutes of me going off the rails mm -hmm. if you would like to come fight me or not uh we are everywhere um <laughs> we're on anchor uh that's where we record at thank you anchor uh but they have a thingy that's like voicemails so mm -hmm. if you would like to participate in that way and have your actual physical voice join us that's a way that you can do it uh, tell us all about your favorite thingies or your least favorite thingies. As long as I've already seen it, I will be able to uh, argue with you, sort of. Um, if you say something about an episode I haven't seen yet, we might save it until we get to that episode. Mm -hmm. uh, largely because I won't have context and I'll just be like, yeah. moving on. Uh, but yeah, on Anchor, do that. On Twitter, we are Delicious Flavor, but the first L is a capital I. On Instagram and TikTok, we are Delicious Flavor Podcast. And on Facebook, we are at Delicious Flavor Pod, like a coffee. So if you're a fan of Delicious Flavor, please come talk to us. Please. Please. <laughs> All right, so like final thoughts that could aren't have, about cocaine. It could have been better. Yeah. More cults, please. I would like to know exactly how far Sean and Gus would have gotten with their own cult at the beginning of the episode, because I'm curious about it. Because it doesn't seem to be anything other than, hey, let's put up a sheet, wear towels, 
and it's not ha- a cult; it's a club. It's a way to asphyxiate yourself. Uh-huh. That's basically what it is. Let's wear flammable towels next to a camp stove underneath a sheet, like draped over a wooden table. Yeah, that, there are many ways that could have gone horrendously wrong. Fire safety. Fascinating. Learn it, please. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, would you show this episode to someone who had never seen Psych before? Because it does kind of introduce most of the characters in an almost compelling way. I don't think so, because it's not bonkers enough. Like, if they would have gone a little more off the rails with the murder thing, maybe. But, no. I Okay, there is one thing they could have added, just like a single detail that almost would make me think about having this as one of my like intro to psych episodes actually okay can you guess what that thing would be no other than coke mummies no if just as like an aside the thing that happens before sean and gus say nope to the cult at the Mm -hmm. very end is something about drinking blood out of a chalice just any like one mention of drinking blood and then they just nope out but then they casually mention that lassiter decides to join but see because that would be funny and that would be just weird enough to make me go, what? But that would go against canon. Because in a previous episode, the one with the old folks home, you have that scene where Sean's talking about how Gus always wanted him to taste blood when he was a kid. So canon- Gus would be all for drinking it, but Gus is not a part of the secret society. But he's not a part of the secret society. Sean is. So Gus would want him to stay in that. Anyway, there's Anyways. A, anyway, that would be like one weird, weird, weird detail mm-hmm. that would have made this cult even a little bit more interesting. And it would have made me almost willing to have this on my short list of episodes to show people. Yeah. That's my final thought is that there is nothing to write home about about this episode. And that's the tragedy of it is that mm-hmm. they came so close and mm-hmm. then they just absolutely turned like out of the way they were like mm, maybe we'll just stop for breakfast instead and you're like but the grand canyon's right there and they're like we'll go get a breakfast in this diner and then we're gonna go home it's like yeah. you are three miles mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's a crime it is a crime. this this episode is kind of a crime yeah and it's gonna make me cry by the potential well compared to all the other episodes of could have been two, worse could have been worse I'm just saying that there's a, other episodes that have way more going on. Yes. That if you just watch this, it's like, oh. Okay. Yeah. If I were to show this to someone with no other episodes, they'd be like, and you want me to watch the show? Why? Exactly. So, but like if you were showing someone like five episodes, I don't even know. There are so much better episodes. No, there are way better episodes coming up. I keep saying that. I keep saying that. You, you just, have you to... just like, what? Okay, what happens when we get to the last episode and you're like, no, but there are better episodes coming up. And no, there's not. <laughs> That's when we get into the movie. Uh, do we count those as episodes? No. Okay. Anyway, those are our final thoughts. Those are, <laughs> those are barely, oh, yeah. barely canon. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's barely canon. Exactly. Uh. Uh, anyway, we went off the rails. I've been Zed. And I've been Grace. This has been something. I won't even say it's been an episode, because mostly it was just me saying that this would be better with cocaine. Yeah, pretty much. (sighs) Not us. Them. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Bye! Bye!